Brother Ben here, back on the mic again from the Rising Kings podcast and our final episode for the month of January to close strong where we're reviewing the best of 2023 is three ways to strengthen your marriage. I'm pretty sure every man needs to listen to this. I hope you enjoy. Sit back, listen, absorb, go and reignite that marriage of yours. Make your chosen one the most precious person in your world. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Stay strong. Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Brother, before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you along to one of our free upcoming masterclasses. This is where I personally take men through our methodology, a specific step-by-step process, the system that we share here on the podcast that you hear about to help men reignite their marriages amplify their health, and boost their performance across all areas of their life. If you'd like to register and join us, simply head to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and of course, with me, we've got Ben Sokeld, a tired Ben Sokeld, <laughs> founder and director <laughs> of Rising Kings. What's going on, Ben? How are you? Good, brother. Good. Just to put in context... Yeah, Ty, we just had uh, another code black over this past weekend. Just phenomenal, man. Like watching these guys show their commitment to themselves, to their families, to their loved ones, and just awakening to a, an entire new level of the way that they operate as fathers, husbands, and leaders. So I want to do a quick shout out to the men that graduated, guys that got across the line and are now proud brothers inside Legacy. And that's Michael McGuinness, Brent Jones, Sev Federin. Now, this guy, just to put in perspective, Sev is from Germany, man. He's been with Rising Kings, like he came through Rising Kings experience two years ago and has been waiting to have the opportunity to come and do his rites of passage to be a part of Legacy. And you know, he's been in the work, you know, communicating, connecting with us for these past two years. And so he flew out last week. He's gone through, Oh, man. no way. Yeah. That's absolute, awesome. Absolute That's weapon, really awesome. Man. It's like so good to have him there. Phil LaScala. Peter McLennan and Thomas Pram, like these guys just showed up and put in the work. Like it's not an easy challenge. Like it's demanding physically, it's demanding mentally, and it's demanding emotionally. And what the reason why we do it, just to put in context, is inside legacy, inside like the Rising Kings Brotherhood, we need to be surrounding ourselves with men who are committed to being the best version of themselves, physically, mentally, emotionally, and professionally. And the only way we can stress test that is through, are you willing to do the fucking work? Show us, show yourself that you are committed regardless of what challenge life throws at you, you will step through it. And that's what this is really about. So I'm proud and able to honor these men who have now come into legacy. So yeah, it was an, it was an awesome weekend, man. It was solid. Awesome. Congratulations to those guys. I'm sure that they had a uh crazy weekend but it certainly was probably well 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 worth it you know for them to be part of the legacy brotherhood now so shout out to you guys congratulations but uh yeah i just wanted to you know to jump into today's topic and today's topic is going to be you know sort of three things to do to have a better connection with your partner with the wife with your chosen one and the reason why i'm bringing this up is at least the last sort of couple of weeks i'm talking to more and more guys that 
know that they don't really have a really good connection with their wife. And that the main reason is, you know, that they're looking at working on themselves is to be able to have that better connection. They want to be able to, you know, to have that better relationship or at least take the relationship with their partner to the next level. So, Ben, I'm curious, like, what are the three things, you know, that guys can do to have a better connection? Like, what's number one? I found, like, with my play on this or where I went with this over the past decade of marriage and working on our relationship is found it really hard to just come in after a big day of work, whatever it is that you do for work, et cetera. But, you know, you come in and the first question is, you know, how was your day? Right. And my response was the same every week. Good. It was good. And I remember chose one. You say, well, that's all you can give me. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Relive the day? I don't want to fucking relive the day. <laughs> like, I just went through my day. Why, why am I, why do I have to go back through my day again? And that would always turn into, you know, like a sticking point because, you know, if I'm throwing, that's the heat I'm throwing back to chosen one. So she just, I can, she'd just be like, well, okay. Yeah. And just, you know, tread around on eggshells, which is not a great way to communicate. And so I had to figure out, well, how do I fucking open up here? Or why can't I open up? Like, what's my problem with it? And one of the biggest things to come to answer your question, like, what's the first thing we've got to look at? One of the biggest things that really helped me with this was the environment. And so when I come through the door after a big day of work and it's like, how was your day? It's like, hey, sweetheart, yeah, like, day was pretty good. It was pretty challenging. Let's set up some time tonight and I can share more with you because I'm just gassed right now. I'm just really cooked. Just being able to start the conversation there, right, in terms of the environment. And what I've learned and even put in play uh, when it comes to environment is I find, you know, sometimes it's not straight after work. And sometimes it's not just when you're sitting at the dinner table and you're trying, you know, explaining your entire day and how it went, but creating these blocks of time where I could be with Chosen One undistracted to be able to open up. So that means like no TV, no phone. No distractions. I even go to the point, man, where, you know, we go upstairs, we put the kids to bed, had dinner, cleaned up, everything else. And we're like, let's let's go and talk. Let, let's connect. And man, I've done several times where I've actually put a blindfold on, which sounds really fucking strange. Like I'm not just for S and M and kinky stuff. I'm talking <laughs> to communicate. <laughs> Putting what I've found for me works really well is if I cut out external stimulation, I can start to open up because then when chosen one asks me the question. I got my eyes closed or a blindfold on and I'm just, I'm thinking about that question and I'm able to communicate better because then I can just give her my unconditional time and be able to share exactly how I feel about that specific question that's been asked. And it's been huge. It kind of came to me when I put a microphone between us once and we both went in blindfolded and we just talked through this microphone with headphones on and Man, it was fucking crazy. Like it just really opened both of us up to a whole new level of communication. And the reason for it is a lot of the time when you're being asked a question or you're asking a question, you know, there's all the body language. There's, you know, how your face is. Are you frowning when you say it? Is, is chosen one frowning? Is she smiling? Is she looking confused? And we start to judge the question around that. Whereas when you blank all that out and it's just words that come through, like just sound bites that come through, you're not looking at the body language and is she frustrated? Is she annoyed? You know, what do I need to say here? You can just express your own truth. And so that's what I mean by environment. When you get the environment right and you start to put these blocks of time and environment in the right place at the right time, 
your communication can start to really elevate, which brings you together more in terms of connection. Because at the end of the day, I really feel, and I've asked Chosen One, like, what is connection to you? Like, what do you desire from our union, our marriage? And some of the things that came up was like support, safety, trust. There's lust, like she wants to feel like I lust for her, love, you know, actual, I love her, I'm devoted to her, that I'll do anything for her, passion, you know, passion towards us as a, as a couple. And so when you look at all these things, then you got to weigh up and go, well, how am I expressing all these? If I'm just coming in every day, tired, exhausted, grumpy, you know, how's it? Ah, fuck, it was good, you know? And then after dinner, it's like sit down, switch the telly on. Like all I'm doing is acting like a roommate, not a husband. So the first thing is, yeah, getting the environment right. You've got to understand how you create an environment that you best communicate in and working with your partner, chosen one, loved one on that. So let me ask you this, right? And I'm using myself as an example. Most guys are probably putting in a minimum of eight hours at work, right? You probably have an hour, 45 minute drive or something like that. So realistically, by the time you get home, it's probably been, you know, 10 hours partner's probably doing the same thing. And next thing you know, it's like, you know, after dinner, after you put the kids to bed, it's probably 10, 11 o'clock at night. Most guys probably thinking in their mind already, what do I need to do for tomorrow's meeting, you know, appointments, yada, yada, yada. And the partner's probably thinking the same way. Most of us have never been in an environment or has never created an environment, especially if you've been married for five, you know, plus years, where you guys can have a moment to just talk, right? A lot of guys are sitting here, well, well, with the kids' activities and her activities and my job and the things that I'm doing and I need to be able to take care of, we don't have this time to sit there and you know lay down in bed blindfolded and just talk, right? To that guy, and I know there's a lot of guys out there that are listening right now, like, okay, so how? I want to be able to have that better connection with her. I know it's important to be able to create an environment where neither of us are distracted, by anything, whether that's phone, kids, TV, or the dishes in the sink, how do I actually go out there and create this environment where it's just us having a conversation? So a couple of things I've done in the past as well, right? Like, so, hey, I, we get the kids down to bed early, get dinner, you know, dinner together, et cetera, so that we can create the space to communicate. Prior to that, man, I would look at, okay, I'll make a phone call during the day. So I'll connect with chosen one during the day. So when I'm having my lunch break and I'm really good, I open up when I'm moving. I'm not very good at opening up, just sitting still. And so what I used to do is I'd put headphones on and I'd go for a walk and I'd call chosen one. And I'd notice like my language and my communication would just elevate when I'm moving. And I think a lot of men would, would actually find that that's quite true for them as well. And so, you know, even now when I'm with chosen one, we do what's called a walk and talk. So instead of just sitting down at a table with a cup of tea, trying to communicate, I find I'm very closed off. But if I go for a walk with her and, you know, we're walking side by side, man, I communicate so much better. So, you know, it's looking at, well, where during the day can you check in with your partner or chosen one? It doesn't have to be at night. It could be during the day. You have to create the right environment. Sitting at your work desk with people around, calling your chosen one because you're like, well, I just need to call her. And I've been guilty of this, right? And then it starts to turn into an open comment. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, well, now's not the right time for me to answer that. And like, it's, I've just wasted my time and chosen one's time by even picking up the phone and calling her thinking I'm going to start a really in-depth, connected conversation with her. So right. getting outside, putting the headphones on, going for a walk. It only needs to be 15 or 20 minutes. When you're doing a commute, driving in the car, 
whether it, or maybe it's on public transport. You'd, again, like, is that the right environment? I don't know because sometimes people can get shy when there's other people around. If you're driving the car, I find that's another time for me to tune in and check in with the chosen one. So I'll make a call and I'll connect there. Man, and you can go as far as these are live real-time connections. Man, I've written countless handwritten notes where I've just expressed how I'm feeling. I've sent emails expressing, hey, you know, I noticed last night I wasn't really connecting with you and I didn't really answer your questions and I just want to know, you know, right now it's quite stressful and I'm able to purge and position and get everything out that I want to say and get that across. So at least my partner, my chosen one, my wife actually knows where I'm at. And I think that's what they're looking for. They just want to know where are you fucking at, man? Because, you know, in her view, it's like, just don't know what's fucking where you're at. Like, what's happening? Yeah. Do you fucking, do you love me? Do you love being in this family? Like, do you really want to be here? Like, they, they don't know. So they're just basing it on your physical response when you come in, you're like, yeah, I'm good, which is not the great way to do it. So you got to look at these things like doing, like I said, handwritten letters, text messages, send a video if that's your thing, go for a walk and call. It doesn't have to be at the end of the night putting on a blindfold and I hear you, man. Like sometimes at the end of the night's probably the worst time for many because they're just completely mentally drained, emotionally drained. That's what I'm saying. It's not one size fits all. You've got to find the right environment to create to be able to connect better with your chosen one. You have to be able to communicate though. If you can't fucking communicate, you just will never get a better connection. Brother, if you've been absorbing the insights, the revelations that we share here on the podcast, I've got something awesome for you. You see, today I'm unveiling a game changer. This is the official launch of the Rising Kings Academy. This is something I have been thinking about, desiring to have for the past half a decade. Yet the challenge has always been I haven't felt comfortable to put forward a very specific methodology that serves many. But today is that day. Now, here's the thing. We have witnessed incredible journeys and life-changing moments within the brotherhood, but the truth is, to get involved, there has been a high investment. Now, for the month of January and for a couple of weeks only, actually, it's only for a couple of days, I'm letting in a handful of men to get involved in the Rising Kings Academy for $100 to get started. Yes, $100, and you get to lock that price in for a lifetime. But the truth is I'm only letting in a certain amount of people and it's first come, first serve. So if you're serious, if you would like to learn more about this or get an understanding or jump into the academy, there's a couple of ways you can do that. The first is you can go to risingkings.com.au forward slash academy. Secondly is find me on socials, hit me up on socials and I will send you the private invite assuming we've got spots left. Or thirdly, there's a link in the show notes below. Brother, this is your shot. We get a lot of guys inquiring to say, hey, I love the podcast. I want to implement it in my life. However, it's too hard to get started in terms of investment. Here it is, brothers. I have worked tirelessly on this. This is some of my best work put forward. And to get started, it is $100. I'm going to leave it up to you, but jump on board if you get this message and you're fast to secure that spot. Look forward to speaking with you on the inside. So now you've created the right environment, right? What do you do next to have that better connection with the, you know, with your partner, with your wife? Well, now it's around consistently operating that. So making sure that we step into that environment to communicate and connect. And so in there, though, are the questions. Like I've said this before, man, like 
I play the game of looking at, am I genuinely curious about my chosen one's day and how she's feeling? Because if I'm not, it doesn't matter what questions you ask, you're never really going to connect because you're just asking the questions for the sake of asking the questions. And a lot of the time we ask a question, they give a response. And what do we do as men? Oh, we better fucking problem solve that. Well, you shouldn't do that. You don't need to do that. It's like, she's just saying, man, like, just hear me out. So I always get curious, you know, how was your day today? Must have been quite challenging, you know, you got had to go and do school pickup and you got the kids home and I could see Bodie's doing this and, you know, homework and feeding and all these other things. It's like, how's, oh yeah, I'm really this, 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 and this. And instead of me trying to solve those problems, I just listen and I just think, I think, well, man, that must be quite challenging for you. How, how does that make you feel? You know, like I'm genuinely curious as to where my chosen one's headspace and heart is at in that moment. And I feel that's what they want as well. They want to know where is your heart at? Where is your head at? So there's no specific, you've got to ask these types of questions. It's just getting very curious. I want to know, man, like how does chosen one feel right now? Does she feel loved? Does she feel supported? And if she doesn't, why not? And this is where you got to be really careful, man. Like we talked about before, like you can't get defensive in these situations. If chosen one's saying, you know, I really feel I'm not being supported at the moment. It's not, well, fuck, you know, I do heaps around the house. I do fucking this. Right. I do. That's not the time to go into that. It's like, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. Why do you feel that way? How do you feel I could help with that? What are some things I could do? But I have to be willing, man, that when that feedback comes back, that it's not going to be exactly what I expect it to be. Right. And I think for me, like that's, I think one thing that most guys tend to do, right? And I think it's, it's just us protecting ourselves is we ask a certain question. We don't necessarily get the answer that we want or that we expect. Next thing you know, this session of, you know, that we're supposed to communicate ends up turning into an argument because one of us gets defensive and one of us gets offended. And next thing you know, it's like, you know, we're blowing up the house and, we probably aren't going to really talk to each other again for another two or three weeks or whatever the case may be, right? So we have to be, you know, you're saying, be careful because the response that you might get isn't necessarily what you're expecting. Yes. And so with that, getting in the right mindset and headspace to have those conversations is critical. I used to meditate. I'd come home from work. I'd sit in the driveway in my car and meditate for 10 to 15 minutes before even walking inside. Because if I'm walking inside in business mode, business mode is problem solving. Like that's what business is. We just, we're, we're looking at data points and trying to solve problems. So if we walk straight inside in that mental realm and chosen ones asking questions, we're just going to try and fucking solve all the problems. So we're not really listening. We're just solving problems. That's not what our partners or partnerships want. They just want to be heard. So getting in the right headspace before you even enter the conversation is critical as well. Now, I know like, you know, certain questions that you ask, you know, isn't necessarily going to apply to other guys or to, you know, like to my situation or something like that. But I'm curious, like, can you give me like, say, one or two examples of questions that at least something similar that we should be asking or could be asking so that we can have a better connection with our partner? Yeah, man, I start to open up around like, Firstly, how are you feeling? But also too, rather than what can I do, which I know a lot of us, well, what can I do to help, et cetera? I'm almost asking some of the bigger questions like, where, where do you see us a year from now, five years from now? What excites you? Like, how do we as a couple bring more joy into our relationship? 
you know, one of the things Chosen One and I have been discussing recently is around we're both very serious people. We're both very responsible. You know, we we operate through a lens of responsibility in Rising Kings in the business because there's a lot of responsibility there at home, raising children, you know, and it's almost like there's a lot of fun, joy and dance and lightness and excitement that we push to the side because we're so serious. So we're going through a dialogue and conversation at the moment where it's like, how do we bring more fun and openness and lightness into our personal lives, but also to our lives as a married couple and then our lives as a family unit? And so the questions that go down there, it's like, well, what lights you up, darling? What excites you? What are fun things you would like to do that we could do together? And some of those things that come up, I don't necessarily would find fun, but I'm like, she finds that fun. That's cool. I'll go and have a go. Yeah. You know, I'm not a, I'm, not a, I'm confessing you, man. Like, I'm not a dancer. Like, I'm not a <laughs> Latina dancing ballroom type thing. I'd love to be able to do it. I just don't think I got, I just don't have the moves, man. You I'm don't too have rigid. the hips. <laughs> I'm too rigid. However, You're it's not like, a salsa well, guy. yeah, I'm not the salsa guy, but I, I'm like, I'd love to learn it. It's really challenging and very confronting for me. However, it's like Chosen One loves that stuff. So I'm like, well, I'm committed to our union, to our relationship. So I'll give that a go. So these are the things that come up. And then vice versa, you know, the things that I find exciting. You know, Chosen One probably at the end of the day is thinking, fuck, that's the last thing I want to do. But we're like, well, let's let's just have a go and do that. So I guess I'm going down a, a bit of a rabbit hole here. But to come back to the questions, it's it's just inquisitive, man. Like, what is it that's going that, that can make you happy? What makes chosen one happy? What brings her joy? What brings her excitement? Not what can I do? It's like I want to understand more about her world and through there. And then on the flip side, I do ask questions. So one of the things we run inside Rising King's experience throughout the process is what we call the Queen's Review. And we run this every month. And so every four weeks, there's questions in there. How am I showing up as a lover? How am I showing up as a husband? How am I showing up as a father? And how am I showing up as a friend? And so in these, it's like they're very open questions where they give you a score. I'm asking chosen one to give me a score, but also two to share with me, okay, you gave me a three out of five. What are some things I could do to get that to a five? Like what are the pieces I might not be seeing right now that you see that could help us elevate us as a couple in terms of being a lover? Maybe it's being a partner, being a husband, et cetera. And so by doing that, it op- again, it opens up some dialogue for us as men, as the partner, as the husband to think about, mm, yeah, I could do that. I can see those gaps. I can put some time, effort, and energy into bringing those up so that together as a husband and wife or partner, partnership, that we're operating at a higher level together. We're feeling more connected and more bonded. So now that you have sort of, you know, you've created the environment, you guys are having, you know, great conversations and being able to ask the right questions and open up and you guys are connecting better, right? Now, what's the third thing, you know, that you could do, the third thing that you could do to have a better connection with with your partner, with your chosen one? Celebrating. Celebrating your connection. Celebrating your love. And again, like, this is a part that chosen one and I work heavily on, like, when I'm not a gifted celebrator, I'm not the type of guy who walks around just, yes, like this is awesome. I'm pumped. Like 
celebrating all, all the little wins. Like I've come from a life through my 20s and 30s where all I hung on to was all the shit that wasn't working versus all the things that are working. You know, it's like you never really look at celebration. You're almost scared to celebrate or you don't feel comfortable celebrating because you're like, I don't deserve that. Why am I celebrating? So celebration though now is like it's a key element so chosen one and i are looking at it on a week-to-week basis like what are the little things we can celebrate here and that doesn't have to be a big you know party and going out and all that sort of thing sometimes it's just sitting around together and we you know give ourselves the opportunity to go and have a cup of tea together down at a local cafe you know it's it might be going for a lunch together during one of the days where the kids are at school and we go and celebrate over lunch sometimes it's just man in the moment and we get the kids to bed and there's like it's like one of those ones where everything sort of went to plan we danced with it we had a bit of fun with it and the kids went to bed and we just we're in the kitchen and we just high five each other and start laughing and we're like yeah we fucking nailed that how good was that you know we might put on a bit of music and do a bit of dancing and just like Uh-oh. just to bring a bit of lightness <laughs> right that's what i mean by celebration man it's just you got to keep reminding one another in these partnerships like we're doing a fucking great job here and i think that's what the chosen one partners want to hear and feel and also we do as well man like it just it lightens the whole mood raising kids and being married and running business etc can feel so heavy and i'm good at being in heaviness you want to look for the lightness how do you make this more light more fun more enjoying so three things you create an environment that's open, no distractions. You ask the right questions, make sure that you know, you're know you opening up and also at the same time, you're prepared for whatever feedback is coming back from your partner and your chosen one. And then three is to celebrate. Last sort of thoughts there, Ben. My chosen one, I'll give this to her because she put this into perspective for me. Marriage, relationships, you know, whether it's with a partner or whatever, it's work. You have to work at it. It's not a Oh, we're married and everything's sweet. It should operate like a Disney movie where, you know, you meet the perfect person in your world and you never have an argument and you never have to lift a finger again because everything just goes swimmingly well. Like the truth is it's it's work. It took me a long time to recognize that. I used to run the tract of, well, if it's work, then I'm we're not with the right people, which is not the right way to look at it. It's like anything that is gratifying and feels great and worthwhile in life, we gotta work for. So Look at it through that lens, man. Like this is the work. You want a better connection with the person you love and you want that to work at its highest level. Brother, it's time to put in the work. That's Ben Sokeld and I'm Michael. And this has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Stay strong. So brother, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. If you want to know more about Rising Kings, the methodology, the system, and how we do it, I highly recommend you register for one of our upcoming Rising Kings masterclasses. You can do this by heading to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. 